Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. If you're a fan of LA sports, then you are in the right place. We got a great show for you. If you watched the Rams this season and said to yourself, ooh, I want more of that, then you're in luck <laughs> because the Chargers <laughs> announced good. they'll be moving to Los Angeles. Not to be outdone in the announcement department, the Rams made it official with football wonder kid Sean McVay making him the youngest head coach in NFL history. The Lakers are on a four-game skid, and at time of recording, they're trying to make it five. Good news, the Clippers are on a seven-game win streak. Bad news, Chris Paul is out six to eight weeks. The Kings stayed steady at just above 500, and better late than never, guys in shorts, Raiders correspondent Ben Garcia is back this week, so we'll recap the Laters' tragic end to their season. That's a lot of show, guys. Let's get to it. I am Jeff Wilson. That is Victor Costello. Bolt up. <laughs> oh, no. I will not bolt up. <laughs> Darren Besa. LA Chargers, baby! <laughs> Said absolutely nobody. Yes! Thank you. Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoop. And live via satellite, Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Guys, I've got a bulge. <laughs> what? A, 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 bulging, a bulging disc. Oh, oh a bulging, bulging disc. disc. Yes. Oh, yeah. There uh, we go. I have, I have learned more about the L5-S1 spine joint than I needed to. This oh. week, so I'm joining you, uh, yeah, via satellite from the confines of my own bed. So wow. that's I can get used to this. So I might call in every week. <laughs> <laughs> this is your penalty for being a Galaxy fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my old my old soccer injuries are coming back. To oh, right. I hate it, it when is. that happens. There it is. Ah, oh, well, we hope you feel better, buddy. That that does not sound like it feels good. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Don't make him laugh. His back hurts when he Much laughs. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what else doesn't sound good? The Chargers coming to L.A. Ah! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Whether we want them or not, they are coming. You bandwagon fans will be Bolts fans when they're five oh, or two. Oh, man. <laughs> You're an idiot. You know what? I, I still have not met a person who is excited about them coming to town. I don't know about you yeah. guys, no. but I don't know anybody. Moving companies uh, down in San Diego were refusing to help them move, and I heard that even L.A. moving yeah. companies are refusing to help them move. <laughs> Good. That's great. Good. It's funny. I know, I know two Chargers fans, and they are, are, live in L.A., and they're still upset that they're leaving San Diego. Wow. You're kidding. They like, yeah, because <laughs> no. they, they felt like they're the San Diego team. Well, Why do they need to come to L.A.? Yeah, even, even, even better than that is... You know, a lot of times, you know, as, as a Dodgers fan, you look for a reason to get out of town. And so what better place to go and to go catch yeah. a game than to go to San Diego and spend an entire weekend there? It's one That's of the true. most beautiful yeah. cities in the world. Take so the now, train down. That's a lovely you, weekend. Yes. Now you've taken that element out. Yeah. So the L.A. Yeah. fans that wanted to go down to San Diego. And again, you know, eight games a year is not that big of a commitment if you're a real fan. And, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't fans here in L.A., but if you are, I'd be upset. Who the hell wants to go to the Carson Center, where the hell do you guys call it? <laughs> hey, to go, careful, careful. To, it's galaxy to go, territory uh, there. To go watch one of these games. Raiders yeah. fans. That's Ra the game. Raiders fans are going to Las Vegas. Home. <laughs> well, Raiders fans and Carson, they're going to oh, fill up every single seat. That's going to be nuts. What What's the capacity on that stadium, Eric? It's uh, it's twenty seven thousand, but they said for NFL games be they're going to increase it to with extra seating for about thirty thousand. So thirty thousand wow. is a small stadium by NFL That's standards, tiny. and I think so, they, yeah, but yeah, you know what away, though the away team is going to is going to be the home team. That's absolutely nine hundred ninety eight Raiders fans. Oh, but yeah. it's yeah. absolutely <laughs> brilliant, and I'll tell you why. 
What kind of shit did the Rams get at the end of the season in their 100,000-seat stadium? It's true. That still had 60,000 fans in there. That's true. Right? That's every, not going to happen with the Chargers. Every, every single gonna game is going to be a sellout, and they're not going to have to worry about that. It's a lot closer. It's a lot easier to get to. Brilliant by them, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, off the record. On the record, <laughs> why are you defending the Chargers? This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because when, you, when somebody does something logo. smart, you, you should applaud them. Like the their Rams, logo? How about their logo? Actually, you know what? I, I did not hate the logo. Really? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I, what? Even though it was a I hated the colors. Well, I hated the colors. The colors needed to go. They needed to do something. Yeah, yeah, even the new colors. Blue and white team. Even the what? new colors are, why are, are guys, horrible. Why are guys talking about colors? This is what girls do. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Who cares? <laughs> Wait, says the guy I'm watching the Royals. Mr. Kardashian. Yeah, Mr. Kardashian over there. Over you there. walked into this one, man. Yeah. 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 I, listen, <laughs> I walked into it. That's fine. Who better to know how girls talk? Than me. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is how girls talk. <laughs> Anyways, back to the Chargers well played, logo. Well if they had if they had uh if they had done different colors and instead of making the L go through the A, if you just put the A on top, it changes everything. <laughs> yeah. Do you know like I don't know why they went for the L through I mean that's total, you know, you, you yeah, just don't that's do the that. Yeah. yeah, especially with those colors. Right. But their old logo, the damn bolt. Come on, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah. If they if, if they had had an SD with a bolt, and then they came to LA with just a damn bolt, we'd all be making fun of it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I don't have a problem with the with the logo. I mean, other than the colors, really. The logo. It looks like they decided to go to LA, and then three days later they slapped together, you know, a, a quick logo. It looks yes. like there wasn't any thought that went into it. And then, you know, there were rumors that they were going to rebrand altogether. And I think that's the move because, you know, th there's not tons of Chargers fans in L.A. And if you're going to go with a new team, you need to go brand spanking new. So I thought that would have been the way to go. But it looks like they're going to stick with the L.A. Chargers at least until they get into the new stadium. And I think, yeah, I thought they, it was a missed opportunity. It looked just haphazardly slapped together. And I, and I think Ben nailed it on the head. If this team does way better than the Rams, you're going to have more Charger fans here in L.A., and they that's be, just yeah. the way it is. They yeah. won't be oh, AFC yeah. fans, because the AFC fans here in Southern California are Raiders fans, and that is a divisional opponent. Yeah, so but it's not going to be that. What you're going to find is it's going to be those Rams fans from the NFC, right. because... You know, yeah. the Rams aren't that no big of a brand here. Division. Yeah, so no, it, it, I, absolutely, yeah, I agree. And, and let's be honest: the Raiders have a better product right now than the Rams do. They just yeah. do. They have a better product by a game, by one game. But Rams have history here. No, but okay, Rams but what's, have history what's here? What do we and always... San Diego doesn't. Yeah, but nobody cares about that. I, I, you know what? I agree. Whoever establishes themselves, oh, and totally. wins first. That's, they're going to be, gonna be the, the Lakers in, of the NFL, yeah. Yeah. and the other franchise is going to be the Clippers. Exactly. And, and that's just LA. But and, you know and, what? And the Chargers have a marquee player already. The Rams don't. But do you think Philip Rivers sticks around? No, I do. I, I don't know. know. I, well, I don't know. But I'm, but I, the point is that right now, as of right now, they do have a marquee player, and the Rams don't. Yeah, they're talking about Philip Rivers wanting Moving out, on. doesn't want to go to L.A. Although he's kind of backtracked on that, and and everyone says, "Oh no 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 no, he's he's fine." But think if you're Philip Rivers, you're 36 years old, you're in the twilight of your career. Is he 36? Yeah, and wow. you want to go to what is it the the StubHub Center in front of 30,000 fans face this nightmare of moving to L.A. that's already getting backlash? Like, is that how you want to spend the end of your career? You're not winning a Super Bowl with the Chargers in the next three years. He's not winning a Super Bowl anywhere. Yeah, no. 
You don't think so? No, because no. all the teams that would where would it go? I, yeah, I was going to say that would they're in the title contention. Have already got quarterbacks, right? So the only place he's going to go is to a place that doesn't have a quarterback and that doesn't have a winning tradition. Which or guess have what? Great he's already weather. on a team without a winning tradition. So at this point, he can be the Dan Fouts of this generation of of, of San Diego's Chargers and or L.A. Bolts or whatever the hell you want to call us. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Dan Fouts the Dan Fouts of the San Diego Chargers? <laughs> <laughs> he is, but that's why he said of this generation. Yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. Well, gotcha. He's, he's, that part. he's mentioned that he doesn't want to come to L.A. I mean, he his family is, what, six kids or so? Yeah. And he's already talking about it. He wears heard. a bolo tie. That's pretty much a <laughs> F.U. to L.A. Because but that's, that's, a, but that's an F.U. to San Diego, and, yeah. too. I mean, let's be that honest. San Diego and L.A. are not that different. Hold that on while I look up bolo tie. <laughs> <laughs> just just Google Philip Rivers. That's the first thing that comes up. Yeah, the last thing I heard about Philip Rivers is that, you know, he he's interested also in uh, going up to Niners. Yeah. Sound which doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. No, you wouldn't want to go to a team that oh, those are atrocious. That far behind. <laughs> <laughs> he wears the bowl. Yes. He oh does. my God! Look up the press. Uh, that's like post, John. That's like game interviews. That's like with John Wayne. Why Rivers, are we talking yeah. about? Why are we talking about ties? That's stuff girls talk about. <laughs> Touche. It comes full circle. Oh well, well, I'm sure we'll have more Chargers talk because now we're stuck with them. I mean, they are yeah. they are an LA team. Do you guys so feel sorry though for the city of San Diego though? No, I mean no. All seven hundred and fifty thousand of those people. No, that just got this. 53-year-old team that just up and left? Here's why. Because they're San Diego people. They don't... They're going to... In a year, they're going to forget they had a football team. Yeah. Let's be honest. They're just, it's just yeah. going to be like, we had a... Wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. 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 We did. When the, when the Cleveland Browns first left Cleveland, when he took off in the uh -huh. middle of a minute, there was people crying in the streets. I mean, it hit people hard. Well, there's people burning their jerseys but in front of the But that's because that's the thing to do just now. Pissed off. Yeah. No, but that's the thing to do now. Everybody does that. There was no, I bet you there's nobody really like, you know, <laughs> crying at home because the charges left. It just doesn't happen. Mm. It's not the same, at least I don't think so. I've never met a really, a, a Charger fan that comes close to a Raiders fan as far as, you know, being a fan. Sure. And that's the thing too is, we were joking about every game is going to be an away game, even at the StubHub Center. And said they were, that's the problem they had in San Diego, and that's why they wanted to move. Every game was an away game. They were being outsold. So there are diehard fans there who wanted a team there, but there weren't enough to, you know, to really sustain an NFL franchise. So I feel bad for those fans, but it really just didn't make sense have a team if every week that's what's going to happen to you although it's it's probably going to happen again here in LA yeah. <laughs> I think if you want to see a positive in this it's it's that if we've seen if we've learned anything from this Ram season it's that it gives LA you another wants team a to winner watch. you know this yeah. yes we know that <laughs> now the Chargers know this they know they need to win if they want the LA fan base and that's competition for the Rams so they're going to have to step it up even more if they don't want this to be a complete debacle. And as a, as a Raiders fan, I hate it because if the Chargers become good, then that means in this home market, they're going to be playing their team. Oh, that's right. In this market for home games, <laughs> yeah. which means since I don't get yeah. NFL ticket, I won't be able to watch the Raiders unless I go to that's Las Vegas, right. which... <laughs> I might have to go to Las Vegas to go catch a game. Wow, he said that. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that's enough Chargers talk. Let's talk Rams. Not yes. to be outdone. I love that the Chargers announce that they're moving to L.A. And in the same day, the Rams steal the spotlight and and or at least attempt to with the announcement <laughs> of hiring head coach Sean McVay. Darren. 
Wasn't he the excited guy, about this? Wasn't he the guy that blew up the Oklahoma Center or something <laughs> Whoa, a couple years ago? Gosh. Wrong McVay. That's, that's wrong McVay. <laughs> that's this his is, cousin. This is Sean McVay, also known as uh, Baby McGruden. He's your boy, dude. He's your yeah. boy. Hired yeah. by John Gruden when he went to uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. But you know what? He, he started at a very young age. He was 23 years old or so. Started out in uh, Tampa Bay. Moved on to the Washington Redskins. Hired by... Who else? Mike Shanahan. Groomed under Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan. You know what? He's a young guy. He's won over the media. He's won over Marshall Falk. He's won over John Gruden. So uh, did Rex Ryan. Well, <laughs> and, and what did you like about Rex Ryan? I like his smile. <laughs> his oh, charisma. Boy. Oh, boy. You liked the way you liked the way he spoke, right? He, he wins press conferences. Exactly. But he doesn't win games. Well, we don't know that yet with Sean McVay, but he has won so far his press conference. I like this signing. For <laughs> his one yeah. press conference. Yeah. He's batting a thousand. Yes. I like him for a few reasons. I mean, he there is a lot of unknown, granted. But you know what? That I'd rather have the unknown than Sexy Rexy, who you know what you're going to get, yeah. or, or a lot of these guys. He, there's a lot of unknown. By all accounts, everyone you talk to says this guy is a football genius. He's been around it his whole life, even before being hired as a tight ends coach. Yeah. His grandfather was with the 49ers GM back for 49ers, in the Joe yeah. Montana days. So he's been around football his entire life. He knows it, the game. Um, but you, you I, mean, I like the signing, and I like because this is a coach you can sell to L.A., and, and they can get semi-excited about it. He's the Luke Walton of the NFL now. He's he's a young guy. We don't, Now, of course, he's going to have to win, yes. granted, how and long, that's any coach. How long is his leash before he starts losing and they go, okay, and they, and they, they slip the carpet well, from underneath him? According and they to him. Jeff Fisher, it's a long leash because he's been losing a long time. <laughs> That's a good years. point. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> He's gonna, yeah, he'll be getting his pension think, with the Rams. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think his leash is until they get to the new stadium because I don't know the terms on what his contract is, but chances are on uh, the first time head coach they probably didn't spend tons of money on his contract, so it's probably not going to cost them a lot to cut cut bait if it turns out not working. So I think he probably has two years until they get into the new stadium. And if it doesn't work out, then they go into the new stadium with a new coach and start fresh again. But if it does work out, then they're going to go in with momentum. But I, I kind of like it because it's, you know, he's going to put it all out there. He's going to try. He has something to prove with the, you know, right. he has the chip on his shoulder as the youngest, you know, head coach. He's going to go out there and he's going to want to make an name for himself. And that's, that's the type of guy you want leading your team. So I like it. And I think his, his leash is until they get to the new stadium. Right. I, I agree. And I, I think the leash is a little longer than it would be for like a Byron Scott or something, because you know what, if we're selling him as the Luke Walton, like we know we're not going to be a Super Bowl contending yeah. team next season. We know we're likely not going to make the playoffs next season, but it's, it's, it's Rainbows strategy. and butterflies are saying this. Seriously. Have you seen this offensive line? Buckle up and, and, and we're in it for the long haul. And yeah, I think, I think the new stadium, yeah. I think that's about the length of the leash. But it's something to look forward to because he's surrounding himself with that's a true. great defensive coordinator. Wade Phillips, 69 years old, and he has been in the NFL now for three Decades off, yeah. on the defensive end. I mean, you look at his uh, schemes over at Denver. Look at what is Denver known for? Their defense. Their defense. Ranked yeah. second, ranked fourth, ranked seventh. You know what? Our defense, beginning of last season, wasn't horrible. You know, we fell apart towards the end of the season. 
or dropping 40 points, 50 points. But if we can get that productivity out of Wade Phillips, I, I think we, we are looking good. Yeah. At least much better. We have than. the pieces on defense to be solid. Yeah. I think we can all agree just coaching was our biggest now hurdle they, last year. The offensive line touchdowns. was our biggest the, hurdle. The offensive line and, and coaching. Yeah. No. Let's do it right there. I, I like yeah, this. Yeah, but we'll fix, that in the, we'll fix that with all our draft picks. Right? Yeah, but still. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that, ouch, yeah. I, I like this just because they took a chance, to be honest with you. Yes, I agree. I, I, I totally like it because they took a chance. I yep. mean, what do you have to lose? We like You're not going to improve this offensive line anytime soon because they don't have draft picks. They don't really have any tradable assets. They're they're. Receiving core is mediocre at best, um, and so you bring in a young guy who hope maybe can inject some some life and some and some fire into these guys, and you hope he can pull it off. So that's the reason why that I like this this guy coming in. Hey, if he talks a talk, hopefully he talks a talk to these young pups, and hopefully you know they just elevate their game. Did the Rams yeah. retain their GM? Yes. yes. Yeah, they, right they now. Have so, so, need. so then you guys are not going to do anything next year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can, to be honest with you. Next year? I'm sure you guys are going to be on hard knocks again because they always take the shittiest team and put on hard knocks. Oh, <laughs> let me watch hard knocks next year and I'll let you know whether yeah, they're It's going to be the Chargers, I actually. I Chargers on hard yeah, knocks. Yeah, it's going to be the Chargers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, which, I, then, I be which then will steal half of LA's fan base that have already moved over to the Rams. I bet Philip Rivers knows. Which horizon the sun sets in. Yeah, yeah, he probably does. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? That's enough. Ben, you're getting angry, so I'll tell you what. <laughs> we'll let you talk about your team, the Raiders. All right. Well, what we're talking about Lakers, right? <laughs> <laughs> that had to hurt. I'll tell you what. You never want to <sighs> see a season end like that for a team that even the Raiders, I, I found myself rooting for you guys. Yeah. It you was guys tough. are more fun when you're an underdog. Yeah. And, and well, you know, even when we're favorites, I think that we're always going to be underdogs yes. because everybody, unless you're a Raiders fan, everybody hates the Raiders. You're such a polarizing franchise. We are. Yeah. So I want to start my Raiders <laughs> update by thanking Mark Davis, Reggie McKenzie, Jack Del Rio. You didn't win an award, Ben. And Derek Carr. <laughs> because without those four guys working together, the, the uh, Raiders would not have come back to excellence that we have seen in the previous two decades because we, we sucked for 14 years. But, <laughs> you know, that said, when, when, when Derek Carr went down, so did the Raiders' playoff hopes. Right. Everybody knew it. Yeah. And, you know, I know that I was one of those guys that looked at Matt McGloin and, and kind of hoped <laughs> in one hand and said, you know, maybe he's going to shock the world. You were fooled. And then <laughs> it, was, it was apparent from, from, from almost his first pass that he just, it's, the moment was too big for him. And, and that stage will always be too big for him. And then Connor Cook, who, who had never thrown an NFL pass, comes in in week 17, right. Crazy. right before the playoffs. And you know he did he did his best. He gave it a valiant effort. He played okay based on you know the fact that he didn't really have any true NFL snaps. Never got first snaps for practice or anything like that. And so the inevitable happened. We went into the Texans game, and everyone was thinking, well, they've got Brock Osweiler, so maybe we've got a chance. And you know what ended up happening was that the Raiders defense did what the Raiders defense does, and they gave up 25 points. Now the reason the Raiders had been successful was because they would score 32 points, and we would win by a touchdown. And without Derek Carr, that just wasn't going to happen. And so it was a sad ending to a season that, you know, a lot of Raiders fans had their hopes up and were hoping that we were going to go in advance this year. Um, <clears throat> the hope is that now that the Raiders kind of look at what they need to fix. And I think from the standpoint of the defense, I think that they need to fix their their um, 
their secondary because they there was a lot of blown coverages. There was a lot of uh, open passes where on a third and nine, third and 13, you know, they, they would give up that 14-yard play or that 15-yard play. And so I think that they need to fix themselves there. And I think that they need to take a serious look at who's going to be their backup quarterback because any team that goes into the playoffs has the potential of losing their starter. You know, and I think that what put Dallas in a very good situation this year, even though they lost in the first round, was that if Dak Prescott went down, guess who's coming in? Romo. Tony Romo. If Tom Brady goes down, you have Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo. that's going to come in. Now, are these guys as good as the starters? Well, in Romo's case, yes. But when you go from Derek Carr to Matt McGloin, there's a huge discrepancy there. So I think the Raiders need to look at who they want to be their second well, hey, I'd, I take looking for a job. <laughs> I'd take him. But to that point, I think that the Raiders need to give Connor Cook. I think they need to drop Matt McGloin. He's not the guy. He's been there a couple of years. He's never going to be the guy. Give Connor Cook one more preseason, see what he can do. But I think that if the opportunity arose where you could get a guy like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, a Brian Horrier, Colin Kaepernick, Case and, and I'm going to throw it out there, Matt Leinart. You need somebody that's an no, old... he's out of the league. <laughs> I know wow. he's not. That's why he's available. <laughs> but you need somebody... Terrell Owens would... But you, uh, but you need somebody... <laughs> <him> that receiver. <laughs> you need somebody that's got some NFL snaps behind him. Somebody right. that, that right. was a starter but never quite made it, but but could be that number two guy. And that doesn't need necessarily to get first uh, 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 first round snaps during practice. Somebody that can just sit and wait. So when that opportunity arises, he can come in like the 40-year-old Matt Hasselback for uh, right. the Andrew Luck team. And and come in and just be a serviceable starter for two games, three games, until the starter can come back. I think that if the Raiders can address those two needs, that they're going to be right back where they were last year. All right. Yeah. We got we to gotta do hypothetical. Yes. Carr doesn't go down. So they beat the Texans if Derek Carr doesn't go down. I think we can all agree on that. How do they do against the Patriots? <sighs> They beat him because I hate I, the Patriots. You know what? I think they would beat the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know what? Because I, you know, the I Patriots... believe it if Ben says it because <laughs> Ben's not a rainbows and butterflies fan. No, I'm not. And so it would be in it would be in in uh, Foxborough. So that's that's the downside because it would be in the snow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or in inclement weather, which the Raiders don't generally play well in. Yeah, they don't. Um, but I do think that uh, both defenses are the same. They're kind of bend, don't break. They allow points. So I think it would have been a shootout, mm-hmm. and it comes down to who can throw better in, in in the weather. I think the Patriots have the advantage there, but I think that, that the Raiders have that just that it factor of – I think that they could just go in because they're 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 so young and they don't I don't think they'd know the moment. I think that they would have a potential to win that, that game. That explanation got a little more Homer than I like from you, but still, I, <laughs> I like it too. I, th- I think you're missing the Belichick well, factor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what you're not missing is if uh, if uh, what's his name threw the same three interceptions, uh, Raiders definitely win because they would probably score on two of those three uh, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. The, the Patriots did not look great no, against they the did. Texans, they, no, no. so I, I think not only that, but the Raiders were in the game against the Texans. We were. Yeah. With a quarterback that's never thrown a, a, a pass in, in the NFL yeah. and a receiving core that somehow forgot how to catch. Right. Well, and they're still in the game. To their credit, you know, if the ball is always thrown in their little zone, they'll catch it. But the balls were so wild. That some even, of them, yeah. But, but even when they were, were in their zone, I just don't think they were quite ready for a good pass. <laughs> they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like playing with Case Keenum. Yeah. So I, right. I think the Raiders are going to be fine. You yeah. Guys are oh, be yeah. Fine. For sure. Well, that's plenty of Raiders talk for this season. All right. Glad we can close the chapter on that. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Commercial. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we still got Lakers, Clippers, and Kings to talk about right after this. 
To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. We are back. All right. Before we get on to uh, Lakers Clippers news, we should mention little SC football news. Lost a couple players to the NFL draft. Yes, we did. We lost Juju Smith Schuster, Eric's favorite person. Juju. I'm going to miss hearing his name. I'll miss his name. And we're going to say a bye to Adoree Jackson. Ah. Our two top, yeah. our two top players uh, on offense and special teams, uh, we're going to be missing, and so it's going to be a big hit for USC. But like USC does, we're going to recruit like hell this off season, and there we're going to reload, and we're going to be back. But uh, you know, I'm, I get, I get why they're both leaving. Dory for sure. You know, their stock is is well. At least I'm going to talk about a Dory first. His stock is is never going to be higher. I do have some worries about him translating to the NFL as far as being a defensive back. I think he's too small, and I think that in the Rose Bowl was exposed a little bit when he plays against the larger receivers. And so I think what's going to end up happening is they'll probably move him to free safety, take advantage of his speed, and not necessarily body up with the large uh, receivers on the opposite side. So I think with that, and then also with his speed in the punt return game and kickoff game, I think that he's going to translate well to the NFL. So for him, I think it was a great the uh, a great idea to leave. Yeah, I, I agree with Adori. We we are being selfish and kind of homers, thinking that he yeah. he might stay, but there's no reason for him to have stayed. He, he put on a showcase uh, the last game of the season against yep. Notre Dame. The Rose Bowl, he went out on top. You know, the injury was a little scary towards the end, yeah. but he, he had a great game leading up to that. Yeah. So I think I think he'll do well. He'll definitely make a name for himself on special teams. Yes. You know, best case scenario being like a Devin Hester, yep. just a special team specialist. Uh, but And I agree with you about his size, but cornerbacks in the NFL aren't necessarily that big yeah. and they're still able to shut down. So I think he might... He might be able to see some success, so I hope. I think he might have more more upside than than you might think. Well, as a USC fan, I hope that when he does go to the NFL, that he does nothing but good things because then it looks good for the program. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, Juju on the other side, on the other hand, I don't think that it was the best decision for him to leave. Hmm. I, I I get it. I mean, when you're a junior and and you've got the statistics two years in a row, you can think to yourself, well, what can I learn by playing against the same talent that I've been playing and beating for the last two years? But I think that from a route running standpoint, and then I also think from a hands standpoint, he drops the ball too much. And I think that right now, at best, he's probably going to go late first round, early second round. I think there's a lot of players that are going to go in front of him. Um which to me means that when he goes to his new team, he's going to be a number two to a number three starter. And I think what's going to happen is he's not going to make the money. Now, if he had returned to USC for his senior season, I think that if he could focus on the route running, I think he can focus on his hands and he can really, you know, put up even bigger stats than he has these past two years. And then with Sam Darnold in the quarterback position for the second straight year, really develop that relationship with them and then take the USC Trojans into the, not BCS, but into the, the, the college football playoff, 
he could be in Heisman contention. And I think that that could have helped his draft status for next year. But then you look at it from the reverse side. Well, what if he goes across the middle and gets his head taken off and now, you right. know, he gets a concussion and he's never the same player. So I, you can you can talk about both sides. So again, on the, in the same situation, I'm sad to see him leave, but in the same situation, it would have nice it would have been nice to see him return and then really go into the NFL ready the following year. Ben, right. you ever thought about being a athlete life coach? I should. I feel like you have got some sound logic there. That's really good. All they need to do well, is I, listen I, to the podcast. Think, <laughs> <laughs> giving this stuff out for free. Yeah. You should be charging, my friend. And I'll I'll disagree with Ben for the sake of the show. Oh, right. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it was a time for him to leave uh, because we we've seen this case study before with Robert Woods and with Marquise Lee and not having tons of success after coming back. So I think he, he bolted now when his stock was high. And the thing is you started to see Sam Darnold spread the ball around to a lot of different receivers as the year went on. And I think that's partly because teams knew who Juju was and they put their best player or they doubled him. So he wasn't getting open looks. Well, what does that tell you about a college guy who can't get open against college defensive backs that it may be 18 years old and freshman out of high school. But if they're, but if they're doubling him or they're setting up, you know, setting it up. So just to ice him out of the play, then Sam Darnold's going to go for the open guy. Because if they're doubling him, then someone else is open. So I that's think what good quarterbacks he, he do, Rams fans. <laughs> <laughs> Future Los Angeles Chargers, Sam Darnold. <laughs> oh, that, wow. that'd be awful. That'd, that'd uh, put the yeah. fans in the might, Chargers might get them yeah. court. But, yeah. sure. but to wrap things up, you know, I'll tell you yeah. what. It's, we're, we're, help, we're very glad to have had them. Uh, through those yeah. sanctioned years to lean on them. And with their leadership, we return back to glory this year. And so I think that if USC can go on a run next year, I think that you can directly look at Adore and Juju and you can say, you guys, you you set the, the bottom of that you pyramid and we're going we're gonna to build up from there. All right. Well, moving on. The Lakers. Ah, going into the show tonight, they're on a four-game losing streak. Well, update, update. Game just ended. You want to take it away, Victor? You can make that five. Oh, make that five game losing streak. The Lakers suck. You know what? So we're just going to blow right past them because they blow. Rainbows and butterflies. Why don't you come sit here on the hate couch, honey? You know what? Nothing to be said that hasn't, that wasn't, you want to hear a Lakers update, go back to last week. (laughs) (laughs) Clippers, they are on a seven game win streak, uh, 29 and 14th for second in the division. However, Chris Paul is out with thumb surgery for six to eight weeks. Devastating Ooh, blow to the Clippers. Clippers news now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. that's Ouch. big. That's big. Ben, you've been the biggest Clippers uh, supporter. supporter. I have been. On the show. Yep. Is this the this nail is, in the coffin? No, it's but it's devastating. Yeah. So right now, I, I believe they're sitting fourth in the Western Conference. The articles that I read after Chris Paul got injured was that the that the experts, and I'm talking when I, when I say experts, I'm talking the Vegas odds makers, are predicting that the Clippers will only win one-third of their games over the next 20 games while Chris Paul is out, wow. which translates to a 7-13 and 13 record in 20 games. So when you add it to what their current record is, depending on how the, the other teams, and, and Vic, you looked them up. Who were the teams that were close? It was uh, Utah, Utah. is right behind them. You have... Um... Oklahoma was a little bit farther down. Memphis is in there. Oh, that's right. Memphis. Then they're all within three games of each other. I mean, it's a 
tight so, division. So they can drop from fourth down to the seventh or eighth seed. And now, oh, at, wow. if Chris Paul comes back within 20 games, which is the, what they're speculating, they'll have about 19 to 20 games to the end of the season. So it's enough to where they could get their chemistry back. They can get everybody, you know, the 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 the, the joints lubricated and 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 playing good basketball. But what that is, what what's probably going to happen is that they're no longer going to have a first round uh, home field advantage or home court advantage, and so I think it's just going to make their run in the playoffs infinitely more difficult. And with their history of injury and the Clipper curse that just can't seem to go is away, it real? yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking that this could be the end of the Clippers as we know it because if they don't make a run this year, Blake Griffin I think is up for contract and he's going to go to Oklahoma City. I think <laughs> I think they're going to blow this whole thing up. Yeah, you know what? Uh, what's funny, though, is I think it actually might be a blessing in disguise. And the reason is is because if they do come in in the 6th, 7th, or 8th slot, they're no longer the favorite, and they don't have that heavy burden of being the th- second or third best team in the division and being expected to win. I, I think it actually helps them because they're, they're not – they don't seem to do well – you when have they're to have in a, the spotlight. But you have to have the killer instinct. And that's the one thing that I can't say about you know Chris Paul or Blake Griffin is that, to me, you're right. If they can go in and win game one of a series and take control of it right away, then I think you're absolutely right. But I just don't see that fire with them. But, well, then, then it doesn't matter where they're at then. If that's the case, then it doesn't – because eventually they're going to have to face one of these top three teams. Yeah, but if, if all you have to do is win at home with home field advantage, then that gets you into the second round. No, I know. But right now, they're, they're what? They're fourth. So they have yeah. three teams that they're eventually going to have to face that are going to have the home field advantage. So Correct. you might as well get that out of the way, be the underdog, have less pressure on you. And, and I think maybe that's their way to get in past you know, this hump that they seem that they have not been hey, look, able to Clipper, do. The Clipper World Championship is just get out of the first round. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to jump in here. Uh, this is why I hate not being there because I'm actually on hashtag Team Ben on this one. Team D. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's <laughs> never you know, fun. Eric, we That's agree. Never fun. We agree way more often than you want to admit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 I was gonna make the same exact point Ben made, which is if they lose home court on the first round, and I think if they get the fifth spot, they'd still be okay because the fourth plays the fifth seed anyway, yeah. but if they drop below the fifth seed, you look at the top three teams, yeah. Golden State, Spurs. San Antonio, and Houston, yep. and none of those teams are going to lose a first round home home court advantage round, and it's best of five in the first round, correct? Yeah, and it's, and it's funny that you mentioned yeah, the Golden so State. There's just no way. I think Houston's totally beatable. They are. They're one. They're one player, and they just—they're yeah. playing above their grade right now. And and the and the the Clippers would grind it down on them. They would just slow the game down as far as defensively. They'd be able to. They would be able to muscle them up. Although it was the Rockets that you know when they were up three games to two, yeah. <laughs> that ended up coming back and beating them in seven. So you never really know. Right. James right. Harden is a special player. And uh, so yeah, that's why they play the games. But yeah, I do think that they are beatable. But the first two, the Clipper, uh, the the uh, yeah. Golden State Warriors, without a healthy Chris Paul or a healthy Blake Griffin. Oh yeah, no way. That that game, no that series is over. Yeah, no. Even no, against no those chance. soft Warriors. Even against the soft Warriors wow. that beat the Cleveland Cavaliers that's by like something right there. Soft, yeah, the Draymond <laughs> yeah, just, didn't look soft. <laughs> just rape the Cleveland <laughs> Cavaliers. <laughs> the Cavs. Oh, <laughs> it's regular season, man. Doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> It's not what you said at Christmas time. <laughs> I, have, I have no recollection of whatever I just said. 
I love it. All right. Well, that's enough basketball talk. Since the Lakers suck, we need to move on. Kings. Kings went two and two last week. They are sitting just above 500 in the record with 22, 18, and four, 48 points. Um, more important than anything that has to do with the Kings is if you're not listening to the Kings show and you're a fan of hockey, you should. And they did a fan duel challenge over there <laughs> and challenged us on this show uh, to hockey. Now, Darren was the only one of us that actually got in yeah. the league on Thank time. Thank you very much, well, you for trying to back me <laughs> you up. And and I, you and Darren. I, I mean, I'm, I play, I, I'm, I'm on yeah. both, so yes, I'm, I'm bipartisan. Darren took last in the league. I'd like to point as that I, out. As I should, because right. I know the exactly. least yeah. out right. of everybody right. in this group. Yeah. Well, did you draft golf? It would have been nice to be <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> However, yours truly took first place. Congratulations, yeah, buddy. Pretty good. Wow. So if you're so if you you're looking at Do you remember the where crew, the All-Star game is now? <laughs> I know where the All-Star game is. I don't know when it is, but <laughs> I mean, it's hockey. <laughs> go, go Ducks. Just go all the way. Just go all the way. No, 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 no. Quack. No, no, no. Quack. Quack. Hand, Quack. No. Quack. I'm going to do the flying uh, V. If you're looking for a gambling habit to fill the void that is left from fantasy football, check out the King Show and uh, do some fantasy hockey. It was actually pretty fun. I knew yeah. nothing about it, and Me. I took first place. One, like... Uh, well, I, I knew know, nothing about it, and I took last place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Na Nashville is back on country music television. So oh, if you are, geez. if you are and tired, moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it. Do we have any more sports news before we get out of here? Yeah, I got a, a Galaxy update. Oh, so there we here. go. That's what you get for bringing up galaxy. Nashville, Ben. Is that what I get? We're yeah. going to talk some Galaxy. So, Put you in a penalty make box. Sure, uh, Make sure Ben's fingers away from the hang-up button. <laughs> I enjoy your so updates. I, just, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I just uh, I just wanted to take this time to give a shout out to AJ De La Garza. He was traded to Houston uh, this past weekend for one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars in allocation money. So a little bit of a salary dump. A little bit about AJ De La Garza. He was uh, played eight seasons with the Galaxy, so he was our most veteran player on the roster, had 204 regular season appearances, won three MLS Cups. He was a fan favorite. Uh, so it's just, it's it's hard to see him go, especially when, you know, you see that it was for, done for salary cap purposes. And uh, it's just sad to see him leave the team. So I just want to give a shout out to AJ De La Garza and thank him for his time on the Galaxy because he, he was really a fan favorite, a great, solid player, versatile player. You know, he could fill him in a lot of different gaps on the defense, and he really stood out. So, uh, you know, just, sad, just sad, a sad day to see a guy like that leave the team. Here, here. Always, always sucks when a, a fan favorite leaves your franchise. Get ready. Mike Trout's going to go soon. Oh, he really <laughs> is. He really is. I knew we ran too long. He really we just is. went a little too long with this show. <laughs> All right. We're getting out of here. <laughs> We are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. Find us on Facebook. Check out the website, guysinshorts.com. And while you're there, don't Google guys, guys in Shorts. Yeah. <laughs> don't Google Instagram Guys in Shorts. <laughs> That's solid advice, yeah. actually. That's solid yeah, advice. We got to get our Google stats up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Check out the store while you're at the website. 
Uh, and get all your guys in shorts merch. It's good stuff. And if you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, we'll play it on the show, answer any questions, comments, whatever, 562-450-3356. And of course, please spread the word about Guys in Shorts. Share, review the show, subscribe, all that, everything, all that podcasty stuff. We're out of here. I am Jeff Wilson for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Bulge Vieira. Whoa. <laughs> See you next week. Mike Trout's going to look good in pinstripes. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> idiot. Vic, you're out. You're off the show. <laughs>